listeners, this is the fourth edition of the LDub Poetry Podcast. My name is Lena Wagner, and I'm one of the executive team members of Poetry Club. All of today's poems have come from the most recent Poetry Slam, and first up, we have a poem by Jasper Johnson. Take a listen. Uh, this poem doesn't really have a name, so... He was simply a lost boy who didn't know what he wanted from the world, but that all changed when he met you. He instantly fell head over heels for you. You were the light of his life and his only motivation to get up out of bed in the morning. Eventually, he worked up enough courage to ask you out. You said yes, and it was the happiest he had been in months. He adored the way your face lit up when you laughed and how your hair curled just below your ears. He thought you were gorgeous, but all you saw was a skinny teenage boy whose long limbs stuck out in sharp angles and who was too numb for his own good. What you didn't see was the complex forest of his mind, each tree a different demon. You didn't see the broken up rivers that were his veins, and you didn't see that the radiant sun that shone through the trees was actually you. You didn't see that you were his everything and he was far from numb. You didn't understand the physical pain in his chest that felt like he was being stabbed when you told him goodbye. You can't comprehend that the cruel way you dragged him along before you finally shattered his already frail heart had caused him to ruin the rivers in his arms once again. You don't understand that he wakes up in the middle of the night, grasping at the cold, empty sheets next to him as he tries to pull himself closer to you, but he can't. You don't understand that he blames himself for all this and probably always will. You don't understand that I am him. And you don't understand that I'm sorry. Thank you. Next up, here's Raven Johnson. I see my hands, and I see my privilege. They are not torn by hard work, cracked by dehydration, lost to bombs. They are soft and small. Used to write and type and point. They are clean and warm, used to text and paint and hold. I see my hands, and I see my ancestors' sacrifice. They are not covered in sunspots, withered by harsh treatment, missing digits from poor conditions. They are delicate and painted, used to hold books and cradle my head as I sleep. They are plain and long, used to perform in gesture. I see my hands, and I see my lifetime. A life here in a country transplanted by the ones before me, escaping war on the backs of water buffalo, escaping certain death for a chance at a better life, escaping the Philippines for their children and their children's children and me. 
Tell me, mother, have I grown too accustomed to the privilege I did not earn? Tell me, grandma, have I become too distant from my roots? Tell me, great-grandmother, have I forgotten what you did for our family to be here? I see my hands, I see my lifetime. I see my hands and I see my ancestors' sacrifice. I see my hands and I see my privilege. I saw their hands and I saw adversity. Thin from old age, thin from deprivation, thin from starvation, thin from sacrifice, giving what they had to others, giving love to those who needed it most. I saw their hands and I saw hardship, withered by hard work, any work they could find, oil stained, cracked, dry, or lost, building their lives on the basis of earning, building their lives on the American dream. I saw their hands and I saw sorrow. Loss of loved ones, people left behind, cancer-ridden, anemic, sickly, fighting for their place in this world, fighting for an equal chance for generations to come. Tell me, mother, what was it like growing up? Tell me, grandma, what traditions do we hold dearest in our culture? Tell me, great-grandmother, the stories of your past and the tales of your journey. I saw their hands. I saw hope. I saw their hands. I saw dreams. I saw their hands. I saw inspiration. Thank you. Our next poem comes from Hannah Ari Ashton. This is a poem on perfectionism. Have you ever reached for something underwater, your hands just skimming the surface? You know what you're looking for, but the image is blurred, as if you only knew it by its purpose. And though it may feel obscure, you know you're close, just about to brush it with your fingers. In your mind, you can see it winking at you, like a green light, just out of reach beyond the waves, but you can't quite put a finger on it. And the thought lingers that you'll know it when you find it, but behind it lurks a fear. Maybe that was it, or that. And suddenly you're much less sure and realize you don't know where the bottom lies, but how quickly everything sinks like your stomach. You think, no, you thought you could stomach the taste of salt water in your mouth, but it turns out that drowning in tears isn't the way to go. If only I could know what to say. So I keep talking and I hope that by pouring out my words, I might discover that the right ones had spilled off my tongue, falling together in a perfect combination of syllables and sound of meaning and amuse. But Nimazine eludes this magic chance and the probability of seeing the words dance out of my mind into the air onto paper vanishes behind that convenient and shocking cloud of smoke. It gets in my eyes, and sometimes, instead of singing, I cough, choking on thick air when my empty words have filled it with nothing. When things start to fall apart, I can't let it show, because if I let them know, it wouldn't be perfect anymore, like a magician revealed behind the curtain. The magic is gone, and the meaning is lost, hidden in my mind, if only I could find the right way to say it. So I keep talking 
keep trying to fill the silence stretched out before me, encased in a gossamer shell of my own uncertainty. I keep talking, frozen with fear that this flower of a thought blooming in my mind will wither without ever seeing sunlight. I keep talking, frantically tearing at the petals, worrying over each word. What if I can't find the right way to say what I think? I keep trying, I keep talking. Still too late Nothing in my brain That's what people say That's what people say I go on too many days I can't make them stay That's what people say That's what people say And now, here's Abby Stapleton. I'm not that good at titles, so this is called um, I Couldn't Sleep One Night, so I grabbed my phone and wrote a poem. <sighs> Tonight, while I should be asleep, I'm here thinking of you. It's 1.24 a.m. and you are on my mind. The first day I saw you comes to me. When I first thought you were someone special, my heart raced a little and I began to breathe harder. We wouldn't even speak until the next year, but I had my eye on you long before that. We began to know each other and what I felt had become true. My heart ached and my stomach was a knot, so it had to be true. I was catching feelings for you. Of course you had a girlfriend, and of course it wasn't me. Um, but my heart sank every time you'd say hey, because I knew you'd go to sleep thinking of her. It's 1.26 a.m., and all I can think about is how long it's been. A year, if not more. A year of me telling myself it could happen at some point, that one day maybe you would feel the same. But then it dawns on me, and my skin begins to tingle. It's been so long, how could you not know? And if you don't, then maybe it's for the best. I want to get over you, but my timing couldn't be any worse. My realization of you're nothing, than more, you're nothing more than friends' feelings for me came at a time when you happened to find your next girl. Shouldn't that make it easier? Shouldn't this help me? I turned swiftly in my bed, trying to shake you out of my head. It's 1.29 a.m., and, and I need you off my mind. Every breath has an underlying tone of your name. Every time I close my eyes, I can see your face. I take a deep breath and release the air nice and slow, hoping that as the breath leaves my body, so will my feelings for you. I don't know when I won't feel for you anymore, but I know it'll happen. You're sweet, you're kind, you're everything, just not mine. I turn swiftly in my bed. It's 1.31 a.m. and all I can think about is going to sleep. Thank you. Here's a recurring poet, Carolyn Brecken. Um, I hope you guys think this is funny. I think I'm pretty funny. 
Um, <laughs> this is called Test. It ate me alive. It killed me. It cannot and does not want to eat you. It does not think you're a tasty treat. It does not see you as juicy meat. It's simply a piece of paper, mischievously always making you think you are wrong. I can't do divitation or multiple addition. I can't, these operations I simply cannot bear, at least not when they're giving me a death glare. Like a haunting dead fish, it stares me in the eye. It stares so deeply, it pulls on my cornea, and with it, it writes, find X. Why must I find this consonant's meaning? Has X no privacy? Has X no humility? Has X, X no understanding for feelings? Even then, it will not eat you alive. It has no digestive system and poor metabolism. It can't be done. It also cannot kill you. It will not load a gun and point at your head and ask for final words. Unless it's the final words of a Hamlet. Yes, it always wants those. Whether it's an A or a C, the grade you deserve is the grade you receive. But kill you it cannot, so quit your whining and give it all that you got. Finally, Miss Moore. So, hello. I'm Miss Moore. For any of you that have had me, I teach biology, yay science, and I do CYC club, hey, hey. And um, <clears throat> so, yay, you guys are awesome. I'm up here literally like shaking in my boots. My friend was holding my hand like the entire time, and yeah, super stressed out, even though I talk all day and it's super cool. Yay, here we go. Okay, it's called. <laughs> I'm going to drop something or knock it over. I just know it. Okay. <clears throat> it's called Were That It Was. Ever notice how quick we are to change, exchange, upgrade for the new and improved? But is new, improved? My ears hear nothing near to improved in today's beat bosses. They cut losses to be shot collars to make the hip-hop dollar. Signs, signs the contract. Signs of absence of an essence like artificial amateurs aren't all amazing, analytic I assault, animate things, things to inspire us, but now to conspire to sell a lifestyle. Big pimpin', step limpin', swagger up, with juice flowing and ladies lovin'. To have started from the bottom, now we're here. Here? Where? Near ambition? Or status built on saying what others want to hear? without giving testament about escaping a tenement or presenting a predicament. Now to have the weight of the base that carries your flow but breaks the bow below, never branching out past that thing, that thing, that thing. The second verse is dedicated to the man who concerned with his rims and his tims more than his women. So much focus on soldiers spitting game to find a honey so fly, not shy, but need an apple bum. You got it going on. For the night, 
or even find a true ride-or-die chick who is right, can keep it tight, and be right on your shoulder, that the female wants the bling, the ring, and to sing on a trap for your track, step back. Is my sex so selfish, so shallow are women in rap culture today? To forget that respect is to be earned, not bought with foolish shit fame. Fool, defined in Webster's, open up a book, read it, read it, turn the page, see what it says. Read it with me, will you please? One who acts dope. So what? What does it say to me? That's you, cuz. You all about your Yeezys and forget about how an artist got lost after going through the wire. To sell themselves, they bear themselves as a baying embarrassment of a former titan of potential. Granted, some may be influential with ribbon and verses. To say that it is the old versus the new is a mismemory. I remember, can you remember how it was? I do. Remember, do you, when an 808 or drum beat grew out of the human heartbeat? That these people wanted to be heard, to say what matters. That's the music I want to hear, the rap, the message, the spoken word. edition of the L-Dub Poetry Podcast. Our next Poetry Slam is Tuesday, May 31st at 6.30pm. The doors open at 6. We hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we hope to see you next time.